Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The hideaway is open tonight. I licked at it or whatever. You know, got quicksand. It's that the equivalent is made out of dicks, 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 dicks. It's banter. What do you think about Brexit? What's what's that? Does that mean we won't have any Week seven. <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of everything. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. We're getting loved up. We're getting messy. And we're still getting messy. We're getting dumpings. Yeah. We're getting Maya Jamma and hot yellow string dresses. Right. Lots of crochet. Oh, so much crochet. What else are we getting? <laughs> We're getting pies. We're getting snogs. We're getting Marys. We're getting pies. We are getting yep. some waffling. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And some, yeah, big dumpings as well. Absolutely. We cannot wait to get into all of it. But we have some very important business to discuss up top. First of all, I apologize for my audio quality last week. You knew I was in Mexico. I didn't pack my mic and it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Right? It was fine. Yeah. No one cares. Okay. It was fine. <laughs> Thank you, Mara, for adding <laughs> No one said anything episodes. to me about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No problem. Okay, good. No, yeah. So we asked listeners for feedback related to the Scott and Catherine thing, and we got a lot of feedback. Yeah, just to clarify, like, the Scott and Catherine thing, we don't understand why the UK public feels so empathetic towards Scott, seems to dislike Catherine so much. Right. Why? Like, that was something that really felt confusing to us, so we asked uk listeners to weigh in and we will now be reading their thoughts and opinions about why the public has felt that way and we will then be giving our opinions on their opinions (laughs) (laughs) 
And that's the beauty of podcasting. It sure is. Okay, (laughs) let me fire up some real quick here. Okay, so first we have Pam. She said that a lot of UK watchers felt that Scott was being bullied, largely because of the commentary from the girls. I I think, uh, to summarize it, just a little TLDR, if you will, I think that the bullying was coming from both the Islanders before Casa not believing that he was into Catherine. And then after Casa, the commentary about no one liking him in Casa more. I think it was like the movie night thing of the right. women being like, you stayed loyal because nobody wanted to get to know you in Casa, which is actually a really bad argument because everyone in Casa, every Casa bum will do whatever the fuck they can to get back into yeah. the villa. So yeah. If anything, that's a little bit more of a diss at the other Casa Bombs that didn't make it in, like Gabby. Right. So I also heard an interview with Catherine this week. From It was on a TikTok. I tried posting it to our story, but the whole thing didn't load, and then I got, like, annoyed, so I just deleted it. But anyway, basically, <laughs> Catherine said that a lot of that stuff was cut out and that it was actually Amber who had originally said the statement about Scott and no one, like, none of the girls liking her, him. And then, like, there was, like, confusion, like, it looked to us, the viewer, like, Leah and Catherine were saying it directly to Scott, but they, the boys were amping up the girls, and the girls were trying not to say that, but then eventually it came to a head, and they were like, like, Amber said that. This is what happened. Got it. Wait, but you did post another TikTok of Catherine, but that was her just being like, you don't see everything. It's very different being in the villa and what's shown, right? That was the beginning of that TikTok. Oh, got it. it, But yeah, it didn't. The whole thing didn't load. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So go check that out. Obviously, we encourage everyone to go support Catherine, engage with her content. And I will be watching that after we record this episode because I'm curious to hear about that. So that was Pam's take that people felt like Scott was being bullied. Boo, poo, poor white man. So, okay, well, hold on. She said a couple things. Um, <laughs> Sorry, this is not <laughs> anti-you, Pam. It's anti-Scott. <laughs> Anti-Scott. Yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, okay, so to- everyone rallied around Scott because they felt he was being bullied. She said the UK viewers were trying to deliver a message to the Islanders that anyone who messed with Scott would be out. They didn't care about compatibility at all. But funnily enough, doesn't look like the Islanders put it together, at least not from what they've shown us. Well, and like, she also speculated maybe there's something about Scott that we haven't seen. That makes the rest of the Islanders like dislike him. him. Dislike him, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I just, again, like, they just want to do anything to keep Scott around. Still don't understand why. Yeah. Well, Pam also brought up the great point. She said, interestingly, no one in the UK seems to be behind Molly, even though she also is often seems to be iced out by her fellow Islanders. Yes, I read that. And I was like, that mm-hmm. is a really fucking good point. It is. It is. Again, I think it's because Scott is hot. Is he? Okay, whatever. I mean, Mo- Molly's hot. People... Have you seen Molly's tits? Have I know. Have you seen the underboob? Have you I seen can't. her butt? Her butt is <laughs> really nice. Listen, no, like, we are pro Rachel Berry on this podcast. <laughs> I know. Actually, this Rachel Berry stereotype that I've, I've put onto her, it makes me like her more now, I think. <laughs> you like, you get it now. I get it. I get it. Once I get it, I'm in. That was that was pretty much Pam's take. Okay, so then we also have Carrie, not a UK listener, but she goes on Reddit. 
Uh, she says, I don't think people were mad so much that Catherine moved on in Casa. Maybe some of the Scott army was, but what really made the public mad was how she treated Scott when she got back. She was very defensive and went on the attack instead of being sympathetic. And everyone was pissed at movie night when everyone was telling Scott that no one wanted him. But she says, but also racism. <laughs> oh, but also racism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've discussed that Catherine said when she got out that there were like conversations of her apologizing to Scott that weren't shown. And what we did see was that like they had that conversation before Catherine and Ellen were dumped. Where they were like, it's so nice that we can be friends. So, like, if fucking Scott's not mad at Catherine, why is the UK public still carrying that torch? I agree. Last one. This is Paisley. She says, the UK audience rewards Islanders that get left alone on Casa more, I think. And Ellen was cringy and the British public are allergic to cringe. Plus, uh, they were voting for Scott because that's the best potential for drama. Otherwise, the show would get boring in the final weeks really you want scott to bring the drama is this a horrible segment am i just like ostracizing our (laughs) listeners no 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 i can understand why okay because ari i think this is important you and i cannot vote right correct and i think that our lack of voting takes us Like, there is an element of this game that we are not actively involved in, whereas the people of the UK are, which is, like, really cool, guys. Like, I really wish I could just fucking get this app to work on a VPN, but obviously it won't happen. So, (laughs) Mara, what I'm hearing is that if we really want to commit to the podcast... We moved to the UK. We might have to move to the UK. No, not even just the UK, because Ireland still can't vote, We can't go to Ireland. I know, yeah. We have to move to Britain. Okay. It's like it's like really it's cold. It's so and rainy. rainy there. <laughs> I don't like want to live there. Right, Sorry. but yeah, so that is a part of the game that we don't participate in because we're not able to. So what were you going to say about that? I was just going to say that I think because of that there's like this level of I, like I remember when you and I were watching USA and we could vote and there were times where you and I would talk about like oh I voted for this person just to like keep the drama alive right so I could understand how like in this like uh, echo chamber of like Scott 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 you would also feel like okay I'm gonna vote to keep Scott I'm gonna get on board this train and like he's gonna bring drama because uh, I don't know what he's doing to bring drama but Whatever. I could understand how you would get caught up in the motion of that. It's like groupthink, you know? Yeah. Again, I just... Yeah, so people definitely who are actively voting have a different perspective on who they want to keep around. But I actually would say that you and I also have that perspective. We want for the most interesting Islanders who are going to bring interesting storylines to stay around as well. And I just don't see Scott as being that person. Yes, but I think you and I also have the added benefit. The fact that we can't vote allows us to see it from, a, I think, a slightly less biased point of view. Oh, so what you're saying is we shouldn't move to the UK. Well, it would be nice <laughs> to vote. <laughs> but also, I think it allows us to like take a step back and right. see it from not so close do you know what i mean right to where we yeah just kind of get to watch it unfold and criticize the choices that are made and also like just to be super i mean i know that there is online 
you know, rallying and empathy for Scott. I also want to always bring up the fact that we don't feel confident that the voting is 100% what ends up happening. We believe that the producers have their fingers in, you know. The honey. 100%. The producers, let's just say, have a lot of votes as well. Yes, exactly. I also kind of feel like I work at a school and I talk to kids a lot about the difference between bullying and teasing. Mm. And I just kind of feel like we as a community might need a refresher on that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really see how the actions towards Scott is bullying. bullying. Agreed. At all. Yeah. Are they not nice comments? Yes. Is he somebody who is more on the outs in the villa? Yes. Yes. As that, that other listener brought up, though, I think it's a really good point. So is Molly. And so do we see Molly. people rallying around her like that? No. Yeah. Why? Because she's a theater girl, not right. a hot, white, straight man. Right. With nice eyes. Correct. No, like literally, like I see so much of what I see about Scott is women just thirsting after him. Bizarre. So I get it. You know what? I got I got called out last season for liking Casey. You know, <laughs> I have been there. I've been in your shoes, guys. You can get out. You two can move forward. Okay. The other <laughs> thing that's funny is that like I have seen a lot of commentary of people being like Tyreek is like really toxic. Why are people so behind him? And I think that that's almost a mass version of this where like everyone is so like swoony over Tyreek or maybe this is me projecting because you and I are swoony over Tyreek. Oh, totally. To where so we hard. like overlook his toxic qualities. But also it's not even that. I he's see, fun to watch. I see his toxic qualities. Yeah. I see what he is bringing to this game and to this yeah. season and how he is playing this game. As I, we need to like get through the rest of our housekeeping so we can get into these episodes. I know. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to talk to about Tyreek. <laughs> no, I know. I, I'm with you though, Ari. I think that like Tyreek brings so much to the show yeah. as just like a person to watch right. that you kind of can excuse the toxic. Be- it's like Mitch too. You can excuse the toxic behavior because it's very fun to watch. I don't know if I would draw that parallel between him and Mitch, but I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but it's different. <laughs> It's different kinds of toxicity, yes. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Tyreek uh, has a lot more finesse with it. I'll say that. Yes. Tyreek <laughs> is a fucking player and as we have discussed, head coach. Yes. Last bit of business before we move into our episode is that Molly, May, and Tommy are engaged. Congratulations are. to them. I thought they were already married. <laughs> I don't know how you thought that. I don't know how that's that outrageous of a thought. <laughs> Just because they had a baby? They've been living together. Yeah. They've had a baby. Like, I, I've never, I, I've not been keeping tabs on Molly May, to be fair. Like, I'm not. As Molly we've May said girly. before, yeah, we are strongly not Molly May girlies. Isn't, um, their season was only like two years ago. I think it was 2019. Okay. But it was right? a few years. Yeah. So they were they're just they're very young so i i knew they weren't married right 
because I am on top of it. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> Just are. Just kidding. Um, but no, you should go watch. I mean, not like they need any more fucking engagement. When I saw this like a second <laughs> after they posted it, I had two million fucking likes. But yeah, um, cute. Like Molly May walks up and Tommy's standing there with Bambi, who is not a deer, but their infant daughter. <laughs> and um, very cute. And big ring. So congratulations to Molly May and Tommy. Yeah, congrats, guys. And I saw that already Maya Jama, like, announced it on Aftersound. Like, they are fucking royalty of this game. Wow. So maybe we should <laughs> – Maybe I should have a little more respect for them. We did <laughs> – We did – We were pro-Tommy Fury in his fight. And I will continue to be if he oh, continues yeah. to fight any celebrities that I hate. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've never said anything bad about either of them. Just that we're they're not, like, our cup, major cup of tea. Yeah. I, I feel – perfectly fine i feel positive positive slash neutral about them that's how i feel yeah okay okay let's do some cities yeah so as always please rate review subscribe and follow us at she's got the chat on threads twitter instagram and tiktok and as has become a little bit of a ritual here Mara, our last episode was listened to in 211 total cities. Love it. And I do just want to point out before I get into the cities that there was only one download in, that our number one city for that last episode was Dublin. Ooh, what's up, Dublin? We love you and we see you and we're sorry that you can't vote either. Yeah, bummer. Okay, so a few cities where there were only one downloads and we would really like to see two downloads uh, next week. (laughs) Halifax. Calderdale, Marietta, Georgia. Okay. Miami, Florida. Hmm. Oakland, California. Okay. Hi, Dad. (laughs) Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, wow. Big city. Yeah, big city. There are more freaking Love Island fans in Nashville, Tennessee than just you one listener. So share with everyone. Yeah. Did it with Miami. Aylesbury, Buckinghamshire. Ah, fucking I'm sure. Thames Ditton, Surrey. And finally, Mandeville, Louisiana. Hmm. I have no idea where that is. Cannot wait to see two downloads in all of the cities next week. Love it. Love it, love it. And I don't see, <laughs> I think Stoke on Trent, that <laughs> listener may have stopped listening. <laughs> Great. So I may never know where that is. <laughs> I mean, we can look it up. <laughs> well, I t- I, no, I told them I was only going to look it up if oh. there were two. Oh, my God. And I don't see it this week. So very, very disappointing. I looked it up. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Well, you don't tell me then. Okay. I won't tell you. Okay. Reykjavik. Oh, Reykjavik. Hi, Iceland. What's up? Very cool. That is cool. I just watched a TikTok about why I should take a weekend trip to Iceland. So without further ado, let's let's chat. One of the people that wrote in about the Scott and Catherine situation also told us that a good way to distinguish between the Ellas is that on Reddit, they call them Bombshella and Originella. Yes. Would you like to do that for moving forward? Yes, I tried to add those into the notes where I could. Okay, I just wanted to let the listeners know that that is a genius way of differentiating and one that we will be adopting. Episode 47, Mara, take it away. 
I will say I'll probably say Ella B a lot still, but <laughs> it still differentiates them. Well, because Ella B is also Ella Bombshell and Ella also Blonde, true. right? Right. So Love it works it. out. Ella B. And okay, so A B. She's the second one that came in. <laughs> and she's the second one. I like that. Ella A. Ella B. <laughs> okay, so episode forty-seven starts off with a conversation between Ella B and Mitch. Mitch calls her sexy. She says she feels mugged off, and he says that he's not mugging her off. He says he feels like she brings out a different energy to him. And Mitch says that if she wants an answer from him right now about his decision, then it's not going to be an answer that she wants. LLB then says that she knows what she wants and she always gets what she wants. Mm. Yeah. We then see a conversation between Jess and Josh. It is hard to say that. Not say Joss. But Josh says he's trying to gauge where they're at and he feels like he's getting mixed signals. And Jess says that she really wanted to hear him out, but she does know where she stands and she wants Sammy. Yes. Good job. Jess, Ella, and Whitney then chat. And Jess says that she has too many feelings to entertain Josh. She feels like she's made the decision on her own terms without too much pressure from anybody else. But she doesn't feel like Sammy tells her how he feels about her. Mm -hmm. She wants a little more reassurance. Then Josh and Amber have a conversation, and Josh tells Amber that Jess is confused. Doesn't sound like she's confused, Josh. <laughs> cut it off with you. <laughs> but they both say that they enjoy chatting to each other, and then Amber ITMs that she's unsure whether or not she sees anything happening with her and Josh. Yeah. We now see a chat between Jess and Sammy, and Jess is explaining why she felt like she owed it to herself to hear out Josh and she's like I feel like Sammy you haven't opened up to me a lot and so it's kind of put doubts in my mind Sammy is like I have said that we're exclusive so like that should be enough for you to not try to get to know someone else Mm -hmm. and says that he's not really a big feelings person and then Jess is like well I don't know if this is gonna work then yeah I felt like she came at this like wrong totally the wrong way i agree (laughs) it was like she went in there wanting a fight she did and she went in there with this sense of like you've done this to me so i get to do this to you yeah definitely it's a little bit i mean this i don't think that is what was going on with originella and casa but i think that sammy's response to it is kind of similar to tyreek's response to that where it's like well i was fucking around when we were open but then i closed it off so now you're not allowed to fuck around which is like a very gameplay strategy very yes yes in bed at night mitch cuddles bombshella after saying that he would not do that (laughs) and then in the morning we are in the dressing room and abby is asking molly who is kind of in the room to hear some of the chatter going on if bombshella and mitch cuddled and molly confirms that they did we now have our bcgc and we have bombshella and josh chatting Bombshell is saying that things with Mitch are easy. Mitch says that he keeps having the same conversations with Abby and his head is turning towards Ella. Okay, so we're getting mm-hmm. some clarity from Mitch, Mara. <laughs> He's going to go Maybe. for Ella. <laughs> <laughs> Abby doesn't think that him and Ella are genuine, of course. And mm-hmm. Originella agrees that Bombshell does not actually like Mitch. Um, they talk about how her type is Tyreek and Mitch is not Tyreek, which we 
also sad. <laughs> right, right. Abby says that she is going to talk to Scott, and now we see Jess and Sammy chat. He says that he doesn't want to be on the – he doesn't want to be stuck on the Josh thing, just wants to put it to bed, and Jess agrees. This was a great move from Sammy. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what needed to happen. They have done it. They have had their drama to the point that, like, they do not need to create any more in their storyline. They can move forward with the rest of their season in a good place and make it to the end if they can handle that. Yes. He says that he knows how his behaviors have affected her, which I think is great. And they pinky promised to no more issues. It's a good promise. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I might go do that with Gabe when we're done recording. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Mitch and Abby then chat and Abby says that she's going to be open to other people because she feels like Mitch is not interested in her at all. She feels like she's been put in a cupboard and she feels mugged off. So then Bombshella pulls Originella. Ella B says she wants to clear the air and she apologizes for the Battle of the Ellas comment. She's kind of like, we just have the same name and like I wanted to say it. And for right. that I say thank you, Bombshella, because we did title our episode Battle of the Ellas. Battle of the Ellas. <laughs> no battle, no Ellas. <laughs> <laughs> so Ella B says that she's felt a cold energy from Originella and she just wants to squash the beef. She's upset because she was told to move when they were getting ready with their makeup and everything like that. And Originella says that she feels like she asked her politely to move and she doesn't really have anything against her. And they just got off on the wrong foot. Can I get some clarification on the, of that? So like, was Bombshella just like sitting where all of Originella's like makeup was and she needed to get to it? She was at an open mirror. No, I know. I, I remember she was at an open mirror and there was another open mirror but I'm like, why right. did she have to tell her to move? Was it because that's where her stuff was or she was she just like, this is my spot? OG Ella says that that was her spot and her stuff was in the drawers. Okay. Below that the is mirror. fucking valid. Yeah. I think. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I think she, she could have said it nicer, to be fair. She could have. She was a little bit like... <sighs> Ella, can you move? My stuff is there. Bombshell, I get the fuck out, slut. Right, right. It was kind of like you should have known not to sit there. It was sort of the undertone it was, I got. Yeah, like you can't sit with us mean girl vibes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Bombshell then brings up Tyreek and she's like, saw him two months ago. Originella is like, it's not even about that. LB brings up Tyreek's shame that was the last kiss comment that he made to her, and she says it gave her mixed signals. Mm -hmm. So Whitney and Tyreek then chat. Whitney says that Tyreek is in love, and Ty says that he doesn't know. He doesn't know what love is. And then they talk a little bit about whether or not he should make Ella his girlfriend. Yeah. I thought that was such a cute conversation between Tyreek yeah, and Whitney. That. Mitch and Bombshella now chat. Mitch says that in order to get all of Ella's energy, he will need to cut it off with Abby, which is a weird way of saying that. I feel like he should have been like, in order to give you all my energy, I need to cut it off with Abby, but whatever. Yes, definitely. He says he's feeling guilty, but he feels like it's a risk, and he feels that she calms him down. We now see original Jess and Whitney chatting. They're in the bedroom, and Ella is telling the girls about the shame it was our last kiss comment. She's kind of crying and is super annoyed. She's like, always some girls just telling me about some flirty shit that Tyreek did or said. 
Whitney says that Tyreek really likes Ella, but he's not going to just totally suddenly change his ways. And as they're all getting ready, Mitch tells the guys that he is not (laughs) sure what to do. Classic Mitch. Yeah. So we move into the night. It is nighttime in the villa and Tyreek makes our toast. Scott then gets a text. It's a Kai Gottby. It's time for recoupling. The girls will be picking the boys that they want to couple up with. Why? Why didn't they make the boys pick so that fucking Mitch had to make the decision between Bombshell and Abby? I think because the boys picked last time. I don't give and a they fuck. Always- go back and forth i know it's dumb they should have had they the keep doing back. this and then it's like okay well just whoever gets chosen first right is the one that's gonna pick that person like out of the love triangle they did this yep. exact same thing with what was it like last week it was who was gonna be able to couple up with abby between mitch and scott and mm-hmm. mitch was went first and so he got to couple up with abby and it's like they should have had the girls choose in that situation yeah they definitely should have yes well they miscalculated, I guess. <laughs> Hire us. Yes. Whitney picks Lockin. Katie picks Uzi. Ella picks Tyreek. Jess picks Sammy. Molly picks Zach. Ella B picks Mitch, thus stealing him again from Abby. Mm-hmm. Abby then picks Scott and in her speech mentions people getting in the way and causing triangles. Mm-hmm. And then Amber picks Josh. Ella and Tyreek chat after the recoupling, and she shares with him about what Bombshell has said to her. And Tyreek is like, it wasn't like that. Ella is like, there's always something. And he says, so you just don't trust me now. And Tyreek says he doesn't even know her that well. And Ella tells him to calm down. Okay, so this is going to turn into like more of a, a fight. And before that happens, I'm curious about your perspective. Okay. He did say, and like everyone is on the same page, that he said, Shane, it was the last kiss. Yeah. I personally took that as him closing it down and being like, yep, we did kiss recently. You're right. Too bad that was the last time. Not like, and I really wish that I could do it again. And I do think that there's a subtle but important difference there. Yeah. I did take it as a little bit flirtatious. But I also think it's impossible for Tyreek to speak. To not, not be not flirtatious. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think his intention in saying it was to be like, "Yes, we did kiss recently, and we that's going to be, be the last one again." Right? He right, could have right. used a different word instead of you know shame. He could have been like, shame. "Yeah, we did, and that was the last time, and that would have not caused this drama." But I think that was his intention. I think you're right. I think he was trying to let her down easy. But I mean, I think regardless, beyond that comment, everything else he said to her in that uh, chat was definitely shutting it down right exactly so she should have gotten the hint scott and abby now chat and abby says that she would have picked scott even if she went before ella before liar liar i know she literally says in her speech People getting in the way and causing triangles. I know. I can't. She's actively talking about Mitch in that speech. She's actively talking about Bombshella as well in that speech. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So Mitch and Bombshella now chat. And he says that he felt disrespected by Abby. And Mitch is like, it's given me clarity and I'm happy. (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you think that Mitch knows what clarity means? No, not at all. He's like, we should just leave. <laughs> he loves like a hot word, like a trendy word. Yes. Like clarity is the the trendy word here. Uh, yes. And it is in many dating shows. Yes. Tyreek and Originella now chat about Bombshella. And he's like, I closed her down. And he feels like all the work that they've put in is out the window because he feels like Ella's not trusting him. Right. Ella's like, I'm just exhausted. And he's like, well, sack it off then. He's pissed. Mm. He walks off and he's like, I need to talk to Ella B. And he pulls Bombshella for a chat. Yes. So then Tyreek and Ella B chat and Ty says that he apparently gave her mixed signals and didn't close it off. Ella B says that she understood what he said and that she did explain that to Originella. Ty says, just to be clear, you know I said I'm not on it. <laughs> and Ella B agrees. She says, I told Ella that. And he says, cool, and walks off. Mm-hmm. Originella then tells Whitney that she talked to Tyreek and he's lost it. And Lockin says that Ty is only about her. Mm-hmm. And then Tyreek talks to Originella and he says, what more do you want from me? Get down on one knee. He's like way too pissed off and being childish at this point. Mm-hmm. And Ella says that he's making a scene. He goes, I want to make a scene. <laughs> and they argue back and forth. Tyreek then says, if you can't trust me or believe me, then there's no point in doing this. And he doesn't get why Ella didn't just bring this up earlier to him. And then they both kind of walk off. Whitney and Ella, Originella, are then chatting and Ella is crying. She said she's had really bad experiences in the past and she feels like Tyreek is being disrespectful. Yeah. We see Tyreek chatting with the guys. He's pissed. He says he was going to tell her that he loved her. This is something that Tyreek does that I don't love where, like, he also did this when she came back from Casa with Uzi and he was like, well, I was going to tell her how I really felt about her. Yeah. And it's like this implication of like that because of her actions, I'm not going to. Yep. It's not a big deal, I think, in this context, just because it's a fucking TV show and he's not saying it directly to her. But like if a guy ever says this to you, ladies, run. Uh, this is an extremely manipulative tactic. Right. Correct. <laughs> Whitney and Originella chat and Whitney says Tyreek has deep feelings for you. You have them for him. You're going to be the woman that helps him grow and become the man that he's supposed to become. And then she asks if Ella wants to be that woman. And we leave this episode finding out that the public, not us and not you listeners in (laughs) Ireland, but if you are in Britain (laughs) proper, Mm -hmm. we'll be voting for their favorite couple. (laughs) Yeah. And we now move in to Hulu episode 49. Can Scotland vote? I don't think so. Dang, that's rough, guys. Yeah. That is this kind of like old school racist shit like the colonizing stuff (laughs) i wonder if wales can vote you want to know what mara this all goes back to the war it does go back to the war (laughs) no it goes back to a different war it goes back to that war that you know back in the 90s when ireland was like they've always been under the monarchy but like they were under like strict confinement by the uk Mm. and they were like rebelling because they were like didn't have the same rights as other people. Right. And I just kind of feel like you guys should rebel against this too. I feel like you guys still don't have the same rights. Agreed. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> Tell me. So it's called the, 
the Troubles. It's the Northern Ireland conflict. So this is actually more specifically about whether or not the Northern Ireland should be a part of the whole UK. And there were a large group of people who were like, no, we should not. And those people were largely, I believe, Protestant. No, just kidding. Other way around. Protestants largely wanted to remain within the UK and Catholics wanted to leave the UK and join a united Ireland. But there was a lot of conflict about that. It wasn't really about religion, but it did weirdly kind of fall along a religious line. As most wars do. There was like a lot of violence and shit. It's a long sordid history from what I can see here. And it also seems like that's not maybe where the Love Island app debacle came from, given that no one in any part of Ireland can vote, correct? Right, right. Northern Ireland is its own country also currently. Yes. So So if anyone knows, you know, (laughs) if there was a different war, let us know. The Love Island war. (laughs) (laughs) That was... Uh, season nine, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was the She's Got the Chat War. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Episode 49 starts now, and we see Mitch and Abby chatting. Mitch is not happy about her speech. He's like, <laughs> you said some really hurtful things, and Abby says, I don't feel like anything is going to happen between us. Mitch is like, the feelings aren't gone. I was going to pick you. <laughs> Easy for him to say. <laughs> she says that actions have consequences. And Mitch says no one compares to her and that things with Ella feel forced. He says that he doesn't have the urge to kiss Ella. And Abby yeah. says that she feels mugged off and embarrassed because of how he's acted and what he said. When Gabe and I were watching this, we were just like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, dude, you're telling people what you think is going to make them not mad at you in this exact moment, but do you realize that A, women talk, and mm-hmm. B, you are on a TV show? Mm-hmm. Like, there's Correct. no <laughs> thought of like long term effects of his words None. ever. He is not thinking about the next moment ever. And I would like to revoke <laughs> what I had said a few weeks ago about maybe Mitch does have self awareness. Ah, yeah. Fair. I take it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not showing it here. Yeah. Abby says that she feels mugged off and embarrassed because of how Mitch has acted and what he said. Yeah. So then Mitch goes to Zach and Molly and Mitch says that he wants Abby. <laughs> Molly is confused. So am I. Mitch <laughs> says, I feel like me and Ella are forced and no one compares to Abby. And Molly says, that's a short time period for you to change your mind. Do you think you will again? And he says, no. (laughs) I do appreciate that Mitch continuously goes to Molly for advice because she, of anyone in that villa, will have the best advice to give him given that she experienced being in a semi-relationship with him. Right. Whether he takes that advice or not is a separate thing. (laughs) Yes. Which I can imagine is frustrating for Molly. For sure, for sure. I mean, she, but she's like, so whatever. Like, this is. Yeah, no, she doesn't give a fuck, but yeah. Yeah. She's in her little love bubble. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Tyreek and Ella, Originella, then chat. Tyreek says he cares so much about her. He doesn't want to hurt her or play her. Ella says she feels that she's been understanding toward him, but she does struggle to trust him. 
And it's not going to just happen overnight. Ella B and Mitch then chat and Mitch says he doesn't know how he feels, but he knows he likes them both and he doesn't want to move mad. I know. He literally just said he wanted Abby five fucking seconds ago. Then Ella says, I don't want to be in a triangle, so I'll give you till tomorrow. And Ella feels confused and feels like he's giving her mixed signals. Yes, because he is. Correct. Yeah. So as the Islanders are getting ready for bed, Scott tells the guys that Abby said she would have picked him either way. And we see Amber choose to sleep outside. Yeah. There's like the age gap situation with them, right? Yes. She's 26. Yeah. No, no. No, no, no. Yeah. I just feel so bad for her in these moments. Uh, yeah, she's you, just way too young for the show. She is. And oh, I posted this on our story. She, as we all know, is dumped from the villa and she did a quick Q&A on her Instagram story and was asking um, or was asked if they approached her for the show, like how she got on it, if she like applied. And she was like, they actually scouted me for last winter season. But I had just turned 18 and was going to uni. And so I decided, like, not to. And they're like, okay, well, if you still want to come for season 10, you can. And Mm -hmm. to that I say, producers, stop scouting 18-year-olds for your fucking show. Yeah. Listen, there are a lot of celebrities in the UK that have hot daughters and sons. Right. Who are not 18. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of like just because you can doesn't mean you should. You know, yeah, I ugh, that like really gross where she was like, I was just had turned 18 and was going to uni. And I was like, that is so not appropriate. And I saw a lot of conversations about that online as well. There were. Yes. So in the morning, we're in the makeup room and we see Abby telling Bombshella that she needs to speak to Mitch. <laughs> the way that she said this. Yeah. You need to talk to him. I know. Well, I'm really glad we're going to get to it in a second that they end yeah. up then having a conversation. Me too. So Abby and Scott chat. She's like, I feel better. They giggle. They flirt a little bit. And we then cut (laughs) to Josh Josh asking Mitch if he's jealous. And he's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. I'm not jealous. He gives the face of like Molly waiting for Whitney to realize that she's back at the Casa Recoupling. <laughs> yes, definitely. Also, it's morning and we're not really getting a BCGC, which is weird. Yeah. I guess they wanted to get right into it. Yeah. Zach and Mitch are now chatting and Mitch is like, I've been just working off of my emotions. <laughs> shit the bromance and like relationship between zach and mitch is so weird it's so fucking weird yeah it's like it's uh it it fully formed because mitch was like if i can't have molly i'm gonna just be best friends with zach it's keep your enemies friends close enemies closer like literally yeah but I feel like Zach is kind of a savvy dude, and I think he genuinely loves Mitch. I agree. I think really what it is, though, is that Mitch could tell that Zach was, like, the cool guy and that everyone liked him. And he and was that like he Mr. needed Popular. to tether himself to him. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Mitch is saying to Zach that he feels like too much has happened with Abby. <laughs> And Zach is like, you and Abby are well suited, but you don't know how you would be with Ella. You just haven't had enough time. 
and you really should try to just like give one person a shot (laughs) right so we now see bombshella and abby chat and ella is asking her about her comment in the dressing room about you should go talk to mitch and abby tells ella that mitch said that they weren't that similar and that it feels forced ella's like he's moving sneaky and tells abby that mitch told her that he felt like he got clarity after the recoupling and that he was cuddling her and stroking her leg in bed Mm-hmm. no after the recoupling and that he was cuddling her after the recoupling yeah he had like his arm around her and he was like stroking her leg right. and stuff got it okay but also in bed yeah for sure so this is again a good example of why the girls always have to be honest and open with each other especially girls yes. who are grafting the same boy mm-hmm. we then cut to mitch he is on the day beds with uzi and katie and Katie is saying, what do you think they are talking about? And he's like, me. <laughs> yeah. Katie says, Abby's going to tell Ella that you said you want Abby and not Ella. And he does confirm that he did say that. And Katie's then- like, did you say that? And he was like, yes. <laughs>, <laughs> Uzi laughs. Uzi is the fourth audience member in yes, the villa exactly <laughs> katie asks who he would want to get into bed with tonight and mitch is like okay but like pinky promise that you won't tell anyone so they pinky promise again so many pinky promises this episode yeah. and he says ella <laughs> <laughs> i cannot uh, I wrote a note here that I think Mitch does really like Abby, but he thinks he's fucked it up too much to, like, even try to begin to get that back. Yeah, I don't know, but he is a messy, messy Mitch. Yeah, big time. Whitney then gets a text. It is time to play Snog Mary Pie. LFG. I know, right? So right before they play, Zach and Molly are like, to all the Islanders are like, oh boy, here we go, da da da. And Zach asks Molly if he has to snog people, and Molly says, you're not snogging anyone. Mm. I wanted to make a note of that because it's important for later. It's important for right now. For right now. Yes. So, snog Mary Pie. Boys go first. Josh is up, and he snogs Katie. He marries Abby and he pies Jess. Zach goes next. He snogs Katie and Molly like turns away. He says, I kiss this girl because she's a good person. And Molly is like, I don't know why he went for someone who we had a thing with in the past. Zach then marries Molly. He says he sees a future with her and pies OG Ella. Yeah. And as we've seen, there's a way because sometimes people will want to like marry their couple and snog someone else but when they do that they usually do a peck or i think we even see with amber later she literally kisses somebody on the cheek right like zach did not have to do that and it was a big error i agree it was an error yeah definitely huge error mitch then snogs ella b he marries katie and pies abby and he says she's given him nothing but headaches. Yeah. Another huge error. Fucking pieing Abby. Dude, 
the last conversation that he's had with her has been like, I want you. When he went and snogged Bombshella, I was like, if this motherfucker pies Abby and this is his way of like trying to say who he wants. Right. Like that is fucked. And want to know who agreed with me? Uh, Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Whitney. Whitney. She goes, Mitch. You're so fucked. Yeah, I, yep. I also took a note of that. Yeah. You're so fucked. So true. Error of the game. 100%. Yeah. Bad fucking call. Not good. Yeah. Uzi then snogs Whitney, marries Katie, and pies Ella. Original Ella. Tyreek then goes, he snogs OG Ella. He marries Jess and pies Ella B. I thought he played this perfectly. I said the exact same thing when I watched it. Perfect yep. run. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Scott then goes, he snogs Abby, marries Whitney, and pies uh, OG Ella. Mm -hmm. And Sammy then goes, he snogs Jess, marries OG Ella, and pies Whitney. Lockin is last, he snogs Whitney, marries Molly, and pies Katie. And it is now the girls' turn. Molly goes first, and she snogs Zach. She marries Lockin. Yeah. And pies Mitch. And says he needs to make his mind up, which yeah. I love that that was the reason. And it wasn't some like because of like the three days we were together five weeks ago at the beginning of the season. It's like, yeah. no, dude, I'm going to call you out for what you're doing right now. Right. Do you think Molly could have pied Zach and gotten away with it? Because he had just kissed Katie? Yes. I think it would have made it a lot worse. Okay, fair but enough. if I were her, the the way that she maybe could have done this in a slightly more interesting way is by snogging somebody else. Somebody else. Marrying Zach and then, I don't know. But I don't think she should have pied him. That would have been like a Mitch move. That's fair. I would have been pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I've been like, fuck you. I know. I would have been like, this is going to be the worst kiss ever that I'm about to give you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what Molly should have done as I think about it is that she should have done – what I just said, where she snogged somebody else, married Zach and pied Mitch or whoever, but she should have like kissed them on the cheek or kissed them so that she then had a leg to stand on of being like, this is how you can do it respectfully. This is how you should have done it. Yeah. That's so true. Jess goes next and she snogs Sammy, marries Lockin and pies Mitch. She says that Mitch always thinks the grass is greener. That's why she's pieing him. Yeah. Bombshella goes next, and she snogs Sammy, marries Josh, and pies Mitch, and says right. that she wanted to also pie Tyreek, <laughs> which I loved. Yeah. She's like, I just so everyone knows I chose him, but I also would have loved to shove some whipped cream in your face, Ty. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Tyreek, you need to think before you speak, and Mitch needs to stop playing two girls at once, and she says that she has Abby's back. Good move. Absolutely. Whitney goes next. She snogs Lockin, marries Uzi, and pies Zach. She says she loves his relationship with Molly, but she questions if it's the easy way out. Molly asks what she meant, and Whitney says, we'll talk later. And Zach says, shut up. Yeah. Ugh. Yuck. Originella now goes. She snogs Tyreek, marries Lockin, pies Uzi, 
perfect. Good play. On both of their parts. Yeah, they played it as perfectly, Ellie and Tyreek. Katie goes next, and she's not Zach, but she does the, like, she's going to go kiss somebody else and then, like, comes back to Zach and, like, really makes out with him. Yeah. And makes a comment about that she chose this boy to snog because she enjoyed their kisses when they were coupled, which I just think is so funny given how, like, the first attempted kiss between them went. Yeah. he She fucking swerved the shit out of him. And said she wasn't feeling it. Right. I know. I was honestly surprised. Like, I never really thought that Katie actually liked Zach. So then to, like, see all of this kind of play off, I was like, wow, she did like Zach? This is this is kind of coming from left field here. Well, that's how I felt, too, when she came back single from Casa, supposedly right. because she liked Zach more than anyone else. Right. It didn't. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, well. Whitney says, it's giving mutual. <laughs> yeah. It's giving mutual. <laughs> Uzi says, there's no going back after this. He feels mugged off. She then marries Uzi and pies Tyreek. Abby then snogs Scott, marries Lockin, and pies Mitch. Amber snogs slash kisses on the cheek Scott, marries Lockin, and double pies Mitch. And if I am correct, seven women asked Lockin to marry them. Seven? I thought it was five. Molly, Jess. Whitney. No. Not Whitney, Molly, Jess, Ella, Abby, Abby. Oh yeah, it was five. Amber, Amber. Yeah. Still, they <laughs> the Love Island Instagram posted a picture of Lockin yeah. with five with engagement rings, rings on. <laughs> I'm gonna repost that. I'm gonna yeah. repost it. Beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so Lockin wins Snogberry Pie now. <laughs> Yeah, he literally does, though. Yeah. After this game is over, we see Mitch, Tyreek, Sammy, and Josh chatting. Mitch feels like the girls copped out with their pies toward him, and he's really sad that Molly and Jess ended up pieing him. He also says that he got seven pies. and Oh, that's where the seven came from. I think it's because Amber gave him two. Right? Oh. Abby, Bombshell, and Molly, and Amber then chat. Bombshella and Abby both say that Mitch is saying two different things to each of them. And he went around the villa saying that he wanted Abby, then kissed Ella in the challenge. And Ella says he's trying to keep us both happy. Molly then talks about how she's not happy about Zach and she's worried that there's still something going on with Katie. Whitney, Katie, and OG Ella then chat. And Whitney says that some men don't like women who question them, aka Zach. And Katie says that Zach has a little bit of her. Ella says that it was his chance to show Molly that he really likes her and he squandered that. And then Whitney says that it sparked an overdue conversation that Molly had been avoiding, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. This come like continues to come up continuously. It's interesting how all the girls are like Molly just swept the whole Katie thing under the rug, which I guess she did. I didn't even really think about that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we did because we talked about it like when they were in Casa, how she barely made Zach graft. That's true. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So everyone's getting ready for the evening. Uzi says he's mad. Zach is mad. Molly is not okay. Mitch is mad. And Molly decides to put on a hot pink power suit. (laughs) And notably, Josh is wearing the I got a text jacket. Which I, again, failed to notice. (laughs) There was Scott was wearing it in another episode later, too. Can you take pictures of it and then <laughs> post it on our Instagram? Yeah, I might have I might have taken a picture of it if I didn't. Oh, you know what? I have a picture of Lockin wearing it right here. 
I can't see. Text it to me and post okay. it, please. Okay. <laughs> it is nighttime now, and we see Mitch chatting with Bombshella. She asks him to explain himself, and he says that he's sorry for hurting her feelings and going about things the wrong way. She's like, you said you were going to cut it off, and then you did the opposite. It looks muggy. You're playing two girls at once. I know my worth, and I don't appreciate you telling everyone different things. And she says she feels like an easy option. She says, I'm not short of options. And he says, is that a threat? And Mm. I would say she is short of options. I agree. She's definitely short of options. Yeah. We now see Uzi, Scott, Luckin, Zach, and Josh chat. And Zach is saying that he wants to sort it out with Molly and he feels like an idiot. As you should. Molly, Whitney, and Katie now chat. Molly says she's pissed. She wanted to talk to them because of the question marks. And she asks Katie if Zach hadn't snogged her first, would she have kissed him? And Katie says, probably. Right. This was really confusing. I I couldn't tell if Katie was saying probably like not. Probably wouldn't have kissed him. But she does say probably. So I was a little confused about that. Yeah. Molly doesn't get why he didn't just snog somebody else versus somebody that he had history with. And also they did discuss, I mean, not discuss, but like before the challenge, they did say like, we're not going to snog anyone else. So they should have right. just snogged each other and married other people. Right. She also did not like how Zach handled it and that he was laughing. It made her feel stupid. Molly asks Katie if he's been given her eyes and Katie's like, I don't know. I know. <laughs> She's I was like, so unhelpful. Katie, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Whitney says, you're the girl that's not going to question Zach. And Katie says that she does fancy Zach, but she's happy with Uzi. And says, never say never. Which I thought was fucking bold for her to say Molly. Definitely pretty bold, yeah. Mitch and Abby then chat. Mitch says he's sorry, and he's been feeding her false information and hurting her. Abby says it's clearly done and there's no way back. And Mitch says that she's done bad things too, but then says sorry again for hurting her. What has she done? I guess, I don't know. Got to know (laughs) Scott. I know. She hasn't done anything, obviously. I can't. Yeah. Katie and Uzi then chat and Uzi says he feels mugged off. Katie says it's not like I still want to get to know Zach, which I said is not exactly true. And she just said to Molly. Molly, right. But Katie says she's happy, and he says he was really thrown off and hurt by her comment. She says sorry, and then they kiss. I didn't feel like her apology was very genuine at all Mm -mm. toward him. Yeah. I didn't like that. She did not mean it. Zach and Molly then chat. Molly says she's confused, upset, and pissed off, and she asks why he kissed Katie. And Zach says that he just played the game too literally, and she says he... She feels like his face looked smug after the kiss. He starts laughing and she goes, what's funny about snogging someone that you had a thing with? Then he laughs and she walks away. Mm -hmm. Molly then goes to the girls and she tells them that he was giggling while she was telling him her feelings. And in the kitchen, Zach is talking to Mitch, saying that he wants to convince Molly that everything is okay. I didn't like those words, convince. Right. Like, you can't just convince somebody your opinion their perspective is wrong right. anyway back to the girls like how about i want to prove to molly that i will be loyal to her yes exactly yeah, that is a better choice of words for sure 
Cut back to the girls. OG Ella says that Molly has to set boundaries and that she's showing a different side. Or that Zach maybe is showing a different side of himself. Yes. Yeah. And then Zach comes over and he says, I don't know what you're trying to feed her. Ugh. He says this to Ella? He says it to all the girls. I don't know what you lot are trying to feed her. Because it's all the girls at the fire pit and they're all talking to Molly. And he's like, I don't know what you guys are feeding her, but Molly, come chat with me. Hated that. Yeah, that was not giving healthy partnership. (laughs) No. (laughs) Molly then goes to chat with him. As they walk away, Katie is saying that Molly actually opened up to the girls for once and told us stuff. Who does he think he is about Zach? Yeah. And then we see the conversation between Molly and Zach. He says, I want to hear everything. She's like, I tried to tell you everything, but you laughed. He's like, I'm not laughing at you. He, again, is saying that he just took it really literally. And Molly is like, whatever. It's like still not okay. He says he handled it wrong. And she is who he wants. But he agrees that he should not have done what he did. And Molly basically gets him to admit that he wanted to kiss Katie. Yeah. And then says, I'm worried about you kissing girls on the outside. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And we now move into Hulu episode 50. Zach pulls Katie and he says that he wants to know what the girl said to Molly. This is where I'm like, if you're that worried about like what the girls are feeding, quote unquote, feeding to your girlfriend when really like she's just venting to them because you fucked up. Like you have something to hide. It's very like. isolating vibes which again is not healthy relationship behavior and molly is already very isolated from the girls and that makes me wonder a little bit like how much that has to do with that dynamic yeah coming to be in the first place given how he's now responding to her having a moment of connecting with the other girls in the villa which is something that they're all doing constantly yeah a lot of people online were speculating about that Mm, i didn't see that what were people saying they were just saying that like zach is trying to like isolate her and control her I think it's like a, probably a little extreme to say that because we're we're definitely veering into the territory of calling Zach abusive. I don't think that this is necessarily abusive behavior, but it is not great. I'll say well, that. the thing is, like, abuse is a spectrum, and he can yeah. engage in abusive behaviors. I feel like I've been on a soapbox about this this entire <laughs> podcast, but like. A lot of men engage in behaviors that are abusive. It doesn't mean they're abusers. It doesn't mean that they are abusive, but it means that they were raised and like socialized in a culture where it is normalized and preferred for men to have power and control over their female partners. And so he can be demonstrating those sorts of controlling and isolating behaviors without us calling him an abuser, which is what to be very clear, we are saying he is demonstrating some concerning behavior, but I don't think he necessarily is an abuser from what we have seen. Yeah, I agree. Oh, my God. Do you remember when George was on this season? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A thousand years ago. And I was like, even in our cast breakdown, I was like, I just want him to go home so soon so we like don't I have to talk about him. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> Jess and Mitch now chat, and she apologizes to him. He thinks that people cop out in challenges and he didn't expect Jess to pie him and she agrees that it was a cop out 
and funnier and more than serious and didn't really think that he would take it to heart, but apologizes. Right. Mitch and Ella B then chat and Mitch tells her that he has apologized to Abby. She says she doesn't like how he's been treating her and Abby. And he then says he wants to put all of his energy into Ella B. And she says, you're going to have to graft. Zach then pulls Whitney. Zach says he respects Whitney and he explains that he played the game terribly. And she asks him to say sorry for telling her to shut up. He says he agrees that it was rude, but he also thought that her comment was out of pocket. And Whitney then explains that she thinks he and Molly are both really chill and he might like a girl who was more chill and that's fine. You might just like someone where you can get away with more things. Scott and Abby are then on the terrace and Scott asks about her conversation with Mitch. Abby says she thinks that this thing with Scott would have happened anyway. And then they have a kiss. And I felt like the lead up for the kiss was really awkward. Yeah. And then after the kiss, he says that she's turning him on too much. He's like, you have to stop. I'm like getting too turned on. I felt so uncomfortable. I actually feel a little bit nauseous even just (laughs) hearing you describe it right now. It's not not my vomit emoji that I put next to this. (laughs) No. I didn't even see that. It was a natural nausea that overtook me. (laughs) It was it was uncomfortable. I can tell if it's Scott that doesn't have game or Abby. The two of them together just I don't get it. They yeah, it's a little bit of a default couple. Yeah, very much. So in the morning now, Sammy gets a text and it is time for them to head out of the villa for a beach club party. party. Question for you. These are players. They are smart players. I know where you're going with this. They know that people are going to be dumped, right? They they have to know. Yeah, they must. Do you think that they all know or just the good players who are not even going to be at risk of being dumped know? Like, because... Is there any like footage on the cutting room floor of them being like, oh fuck? <laughs> that like I know. And they just have to pretend like the producers they just, just show them celebrating excited. and being excited about it. I know. I'm sure there are. I- I'm sure there are- there's footage of the cutting room floor being like, someone's going home today, guys. So we gotta live it up. Yeah, yeah. You and know. I'm sure that it I mean it's like um Game of Roses calls it an I Love Cleveland, where when yeah. <laughs> there's any sort of travel around in The Bachelor, they literally force them to, like, run around and, like, jump on beds and, like, scream off of balconies, like, we love you, Zach, we love right. you, whoever The Bachelor is, and, like, that, I think, is a little bit what's going on here. Right. Or when they sent the girls to Cleveland, Ohio, and then they had to act excited about it. <laughs> Right. Well, yes, that is, yes, you're right. That is actually where that term came from. <laughs> no, but it was so funny because it's like, guess what, girls? We're going to Cleveland, Ohio. It's like nobody wants to go there and for the people travel have round. <laughs> come out and said that like the producers then make them redo their reaction right. shot to hearing that news right. with more enthusiasm. Again, I think that's what's happening here. I anyway. Agree. They're all very excited. They get ready. They head out of the villa. And Rita Ora is performing. Yeah, that she's was like awesome. such a strange celebrity to me. Yeah, she was like, I love you, Jess. Oh, and yeah. Like, I loved that. She was like, my yeah. girl. And then after her performance, she like jumped in the pool with all yeah. of them. She was it's like, I feel fun. like I'm more excited to be here than you guys are. Like, <laughs> Which is probably true because they know yeah. that they're about to be fucking dumped. True. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
we see a chat between Molly, Abby, and Originella. Molly says that she feels emotional and she doesn't really know how to act today. Abby suggests that she talk to Zach. Good suggestion. Right. Molly's getting kind of more and more upset. Ella's like, you should just get everything off of your chest. And Molly feels like his actions made everyone question him, which is a little bit of an interesting insight into like her awareness of how he's coming off versus just how she feels about him and their relationship. Yeah. Zach and Tyreek chat and Zach is saying that he didn't have malicious intent and he knows that he didn't handle the conversation with Molly well yesterday. But then Zach does say that he feels like he didn't do anything wrong, even though he just said that he didn't handle the conversation well. Yeah. (sighs) Molly goes to pull Zach. She's very upset. Tells him she's struggling. She's crying. So Zach is saying, yes, I just like played a game. I feel like this is something that we see come up a lot with challenges. It's something that we saw last season cause a lot of drama between um, uh, Shaq and Tanya with the kissing challenge. And Molly is saying, you kissed the person who sent me home. She wants to feel reassured by him. He's like, the only person that I want is you. Molly doesn't like the thought of her family seeing this. And he says, I want to fix this. I want to work through it. And she says, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Ella B and Mitch then have a chat. Ella says she knows her worth and she's not a second option. She says she doesn't like how he's kept flip-flopping. And Mitch says, it's only until recently that I could see that our connection is strong and I want to prove it to you. She says, I don't want to hold a grudge, so let's move forward. And then they have like a small little kiss, little peck. Mm-hmm. Maya Jamba then enters. She is all business when she comes in. But her dress she- is all party. Yes. She is party on the outside, business and inside. <laughs> it's like a- an emotional mullet. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. (laughs) Maya says the public have been voting for their favorite couple and we're going to be doing things differently. You guys know we love a plot twist. Amaya then announces the public's favorite couple is Whitney and Locken. I was mom and dad so pleasantly surprised. I I was sure it was going to be Tyreek and Ella. What did you think? I I got spoiled before I actually got to watch the episode. I still think that I still think that Whitney and Lockett might have gotten it though I I just think that Ty and Ella argue too much to be favorite couple yeah yeah so they yeah they just like have been the main couple of the season when we were watching it both Gabe and I thought it would be Tyreek and Ella yeah okay fair enough well either way they stand next to Maya and Maya says that the three couples with the least amount of votes will be at risk the couples at risk are Amber and Josh Katie and Uzi at this did you see Molly smirks the face play never stops I was like yes bitch (laughs) (laughs) and then Ella B and Mitchell yeah and then Maya Jamma sends home all the safe couples. Except Whitney and Locken. Except Whitney and Locken. And so I was like, weird. wow, they're doing this without anybody else present. This is mm. wild. Which is a little bit weird because then when the people who are dumped are dumped, they don't get to say goodbye to anyone. I know. I thought that was a little sad. Like, a lot of, like, disrespectful dumpings. But maybe <laughs> maybe, season. maybe what we didn't see was all of them be like, all right, guys, let's hug it out because some of us are going home and let's sure 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 yeah no but i know what you mean it was a little yeah yeah disrespectful so the couple with the fewest votes who will be dumped immediately is amber and josh thank god bye 
crack an egg. <laughs> Maya then turns her attention to Whitney and Locken. And she says that Katie and Uzi and Bombshella and Mitch are still vulnerable and one more couple will be dumped. But that decision is not up to the public. It is up to Whitney and Locken. And the vulnerable couples get to now make a case for themselves about why they should be able to stay. Katie says that when she came into the villa, it was hard because she had to choose so quickly. She, like, really has not gotten over this. I know. She's like, I was put in such a bad position. I had to choose within 12 hours. I sent somebody. Get the fuck over it, dude. It's been weeks. I know. And she came back. Molly came back. Get over it. Right. But she's like, things with Zach were hard. And then in Casa, I didn't have a chance to speak to Uzi. (laughs) such a bad argument it's insane i know know, it's a terrible argument she says that she feels like their journey has just started but they really like each other and uzi agrees that they have a strong connection Mm -hmm. bombshella says that she always wanted mitch and it got a little bit messy but they're on the right path she says that her journey has only just started and they haven't had the same time that others have had which i actually think is exactly the right thing that she needed to say in this moment to get themselves saved yep Mitch says that he was tunnel vision. <laughs> tunnel vision with Abby. <laughs> but when Ella came in, it scrambled his head and it took time to clear his head. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mitchell. Yeah. I can not. <laughs> I know. Whitney and Locken then go to discuss, and Locken says that this is a really shitty position for them to be in because they're close with both of the at-risk couples. And with one couple, they see how quickly the connection has grown. Whitney says she loves Mitch, but he's had so many chances. They make their decisions, and Whitney says that this is savage. Yeah. Who did you think they were going to send home? Or were you spoiled about this, too? I was, yes, spoiled about this, too. But... I would have expected them to send home Mitch and Ella for sure. Same. Uh, we'll get into this in a minute. I I do understand why they made the decision they made, though. Mm-hmm. So Whitney and Locken decide. Locken says that they looked at the pros and cons. He insinuates he's very close with Uzi. He says that with one couple, he knows that it would work on the outside, and they feel like this couple is extremely compatible, and there's a real connection there. On the other hand, one guy has made it really clear that he's fully invested in someone now. And they decide to save Mitch and Ella B. Mm. Katie says she's fine with it and that they will carry on on the outside. And Katie says Mitch and Ella need to have their time. And then the Islanders say goodbye. So here is what I think really happened. I think Whitney and Locken did the whole let's talk about why each couple should be saved. Da, 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 da. And then the producer said, you're sending home Katie and Uzi. (laughs) No, I think that there was a conversation that occurred that they cut where Whitney and Locken were probably like, we're the favorite couple right now. Who is our biggest competition? I mean, I, I get that. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, these people were all on the bottom anyway. But I do think that it was a little bit of like, if we save Uzi and Katie, Katie has a lot of support from the public. She's already been on this show. She, yeah, they know she has a lot of followers coming in. And her relationship with Uzi could grow a lot in the next week or two and potentially rock it up a little bit higher. And they know for a fucking fact there's no way Mitch and Ella B are going to be winning this. So they save them and send home Katie and Uzi. They're much less threatening to their winning the game. Interesting. I personally don't really think that 
they see either of them as a threat. I think that the producers want Mitch to stay. And mm. they, I mean, if anything was cut out that, you know, may have influenced their decision one way or another, I feel like it was the producers telling them who to send home. Okay, fair enough. All right, Ari, well, let's get into our awards. Let's freaking do it. How many of your eggs are in which Islanders baskets this week? I'm going to crack one egg and pour it out for Katie. Crack one and pour it out for Uzi. Um, I apologize, but I will not be cracking and pouring any eggs for Josh and or Amber. Damn. I think that's the first time I've ever done that. Nice. I just like couldn't care less about either of them. (laughs) Fair enough. I have two eggs this week for Mitch because I feel like he successfully made these episodes all about himself. That's good. I like that. I have four eggs for Whitney and Locken. I have one egg for Zach and Katie because Gabe described what happened during the challenge as a spicy basil. (laughs) (laughs) We were watching some of these episodes in Mexico and he thinks that Zach kissed Katie to stir the pot and create a storyline, which I think Mm. is valid. I have one egg for Sammy and Jess for finally being back together after such a wild ride. Yeah. I have one egg for Abby for killing it and sticking around and being a main character, even though she really easily could have been dumped and Mitch is an idiot. That's so true. What about you? I'm giving six eggs again to Whitney and Locken. I love them. I did crack one egg for Katie and Uzi. I'm going to crack a quail egg for Amber and Josh, Josh each. And I gave two eggs to Zach and Molly because finally some discourse. Yeah, love it. We love it. And who was your most toxic islander of these episodes? My most toxic islander this week was the producers for naming the most popular couple. Again. Target on the back, dude. For fucking real. Oh. Oh. The producers are being toxic as fuck this season. They really are. They really are. I'd rather see it than the women being toxic as fuck, like season nine. But Mm -hmm. like, y'all could do better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? What was your, who was your most toxic Islander? My most toxic Islander was Mitch. Mitch. Okay. That was the second for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What was your most shocking moment? My most shocking moment was Zach and how much he went in on that kiss with Katie during Snog Mary Pie. Yeah, I said Zach also kissing Katie was definitely really shocking. I did not expect him to do that whatsoever. Yep. And finally, who are your finalist predictions? I think if everything remains as is, I think we've got Whitney and Lockett in one, Ty and Ella in two, and Jess and Sammy in three. I have the exact same and Zach Mm -hmm. and Molly in four. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yep. Well, we will have to continue checking in, keep watching, and keep listening to see if everything stays the same or Mm -hmm. if some crazy shit goes down. And if it does, you'll hear about it here first, and we (laughs) cannot wait to chat with you about it. Yes, we'll talk with you guys later this week. Talk to you on Thursday. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us at She's Got the Chat on Instagram and TikTok. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to chat next week.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.